0: Come back everybody to thanks for your concern you're here with berenice and i'm ella hey everybody we have such an exciting episode for you today i'm super excited
1: yeah today we're talking about icons who is an icon in your life exactly and i'm excited to talk about what makes
0: an icon so that you can just live to be iconic absolutely we all want to be
1: iconic so before we jump into the episode let's do a quick check in ella how you been i'm thriving i'm 30 flirty and thriving no you're I'm not. not 30 years I'm not, old
0: bitch. i'm not i'm not but um so i actually i am coming up on a birthday and i was thinking you would be fun let's push myself to do something that i've never done before so i'm gonna be running a half marathon
1: wow and i was Love like that for you <laughs> you know
0: i like to do things silently you know what i'm saying mm. be silent about it and then just be like hey guys i ran a half marathon instead of like gearing up to tell people and then i'm not do it but i've been doing it for four weeks so i've been training for a month for this so i feel like i'm committed i'm balls deep in it it. So I love that. I'm ha- feeling great. So July 30th, see me run 13.1. Woo!
1: Wow! I'll I'll be there
0: <laughs> with the GoPro <laughs> chasing you around. Go Ella! Go <laughs> Documentary in the background.
1: Love days. it. And what have you been up to? How are you been? I've been good. I got my first dose of the vaccine a few days ago. My arm is fucking sore. I got Pfizer, in case anybody was wondering. But when I went, the man who checked me in looked like a hundred years old. Homeboy could barely hold the tablet. He was like volunteering to do to check me in. And I was just like, it made me feel kind of like a piece of shit because I was like, damn, I haven't been doing shit. Like I haven't been, I don't know, like encouraging people to go get vaccinated. I haven't been like helping people. go get vaccinated because I know like in a lot of communities like healthcare is just like not accessible and people don't have information about the vaccine so I posted on my Instagram story I was like have you gotten vaccinated and a very small percentage of people didn't so I decided I wanted to reach out not because I wanted to like hackle like heckle somebody into like getting the vaccine but I was genuinely curious as to why people weren't getting the vaccine and I got a lot of like mixed reviews obviously there were people that like with the conspiracies of like it's the government's way to control us and then there was people that you know I just haven't had the opportunity and to those people I was like, you know what? I have the time if you would like me to, because I know like life gets super busy or whatever. I can help you find a place where you can go get the vaccine. So you don't have to do that for yourself. Like, I got you. I love and, that. And um, I was able to like encourage some people and help some people out. I was also able to get other perspectives from people, mostly in like communities of color. They feel skeptical because they don't have a lot of information about the vaccine. And I was like, you know what? That's totally fair. I myself was like, you know, I have anxiety about everything. So I was pretty nervous about getting the vaccine. But like at the end of the day, I'm going to die one day. So <laughs> okay. Also- so
0: if you're afraid about what you're putting in your body, keep that same energy. I'm I like, hope you're not doing I any you, I, to
1: one of the persons I was like, I knew you smoked from a can like in middle school. Like, tell me come that shit's not FDA approved either, come homies. On. So like let's not play. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, so I am feeling super grateful. I know that this episode's gonna come out after we go to New York, but Ella and I are about to go to New York City. Oh, oh, oh! Um, I know I have not shut up about moving there because unlike Ella, who likes to keep things low-key, I like to speak things into existence so people hold hold me accountable for the things that I say. So we're going to figure out where the fuck I'm going to move to. Yeah, it should be super fun. And we're going to...
0: I'm so excited to live my Gossip Girl realness. I (laughs) have yet to do it yet, so I'm excited. All right, are we ready to get into the episode? Let's do it. So, we're gonna start out with some of like just talking about our own favorite icons, obviously there's so many out mm-hmm. there you know so this is a very limited list we try to make like a charcuterie board of icons <laughs> yeah. you know a little of this a little bit of that but um at the end we're gonna just sum it up with what an icon is so i'm gonna start off with my personal my not my favorite
1: but one that really not in- your favorite not your favorite ella will get drunk and sing nine to five any day of the week twerk to nine to five girl <laughs> that's like the socialist
0: proletariat anthem and she doesn't even know it so first one is gonna be dolly parton and i would like to say I haven't always been a Dolly fan, right? Mm-hmm. Like a little bit. It's been a little bit into my older age, and now like I'm a full Dolly by bi- like biologist. Biologist (laughs) of Dolly Parton? I don't know. Whoever writes the biographies, like, I could write one. Um, I'm a big fan. And this is why a couple reasons. I feel like she reminds me of myself when I was younger, which was, like, a lot of people underestimated her and thought, like, she was just, like, a pretty face, big boobs. But she really has a lot of thoughts. She's been a great performer. Mm -hmm. She's lasted through the times, which is very hard for an artist. So a couple of my favorite quotes from her is, the way I see it, if you want a rainbow, you got to put up with the rain. Oh, So it's that You know The pretty picture That Mm -hmm. you see There's a lot that goes into it No one ends up like right away where they want to be in life right like you mm-hmm. have to work for it, you have to put through some things so that's during some hard times has helped me out and then the other one that like I live my truth through a lot is I'm not going to limit myself just because people won't accept the fact that I can do something else
1: because
0: I think you might be getting this from saying like oh I want to move to New York and people being like oh my god like I could never do that right 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 and people say stuff like that or like they'll be like oh my god like with stand-up comedy they're like I could never do that and or they'll just be like oh man like do you know how hard it is to make it in that industry
1: Ugh, yeah and like <laughs> things are your fucking concern things are your I fucking concern <laughs>
0: And I think a lot of people might have limiting beliefs about themselves and they project that onto you. Mm-hmm. And so I would just say like that's icon behavior, which is like, I don't care what other people think I can or can't do. I'm just going to do what I want to do and do it to the fullest.
1: I love that. I think that quote to me um, speaks to I've had a lot of interest in the past and now I figure I out it's called a multi-potentialite where you just have a bunch of different like interests and hobbies that you actually develop. And for me, I think growing up, I was like so into like a bunch of different things from a lot of people, they were like, "Well, you have to choose when you have to only develop one." Like, and I think we see this with a lot of people who are successful, where they try to go into another field, and they're like, "Is she a better singer that is an actress?" Like, why can't those just be sec- like individual sections? Yeah, like people are like on their oh, own. stay in your lane. It's like, mm. bitch. Like, I'm not one dimensional. You know, we are multidimensional people. So like, don't l- don't let people hold you back from achieving any sort of interest. And in- I really love that because I have a passion for social change and social justice, but I also have a passion for like being artistic and expressing myself and what that looks like and i think in college i was able to really pull like what does me wanting to go into fashion and me wanting to advocate for people and create change look like? And how can I make those two go into each other? And the thing is, you can create change in whatever field that you go into. Mm. So um, yeah, don't don't let people hold you back from achieving your truest, highest fucking achievement, the best version of yourself.
0: And you know, I would have, my one advice is we have one life. You know what I'm saying? So like, just balls to the wall, go for it. Because whatever it is, go for it. Because what what's, why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm all right so we're gonna switch gears to our next yes our next icon that we want to talk who about I'm
1: passionate about obviously is aoc Ooh. oh our girl. So, obviously, I mean, not obviously. If you don't have TikTok, you might not have seen the t- the amounts of TikTok that go into the behind the one TikTok where she responds to what Representative Yoho said to her. Now, if you don't know what Representative Yoho said to her, he he called her disgusting. He called her a fucking bitch, okay? And here's the thing. What great powerful woman has not ever been called a bitch in her life, right? And that's right. sad. That's sad.
0: <laughs> it's sad, and the other side of the coin is is I mean why she very much inspires me is because this enti- her entire career people have been like oh she can't do this like Mm -hmm. why she and a representative is just representing the people of your state and the makeup of the state and she actually represents a really vast majority of the country that look like her um that are like young women and women of color so why shouldn't she be a representative you know it's just because the status quo has been old white men and old white men are pushing back against it because hello white supremacy they still want to remain in power so i feel like she's so inspiring because she does not back down she does not let like someone calling her a bitch which so out of line Like hold her back. She uses it as a moment to teach and move forward.
1: Absolutely. And in her response, her most iconic thing I think that she said was, "I am here because I have to show my parents that I am their daughter, and they did not raise me to accept abuse from men, (sighs) baby." I I love that because I know Paco and Chara did not raise me to accept any abuse from men, and I love that she was able to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that that is abusive behavior that is happening Mm -hmm. from literally everywhere, and also to i think she's just a huge like inspiration for people to stand up and i think she's just like truly so authentic and i think that when you are in a position where you're going to be a representative where you're going against white supremacy and white men you're often looked down upon as hypercritical or intense or radical and those words have been used to kind of create a a stigma or a negative outlook on women who are fighting (laughs) for human and civil rights so she's just somebody that i really look up to and she's also up like she looks um, and seems approachable like she takes the time to actually like talk to people she goes on live she's very personable so um snaps for as and you know
0: i think it's it's nice to see someone that i can see myself in mm-hmm. and i just hope that it inspires more people because we literally need more women and more people of color to be representing in the house of representatives so that it represents the true makeup of america which is not predominantly old white. Snaps.
1: Snaps. Okay, another little change of gears. Who else is iconic for you, Ella Tudor? Okay, Lil Nas X is iconic. Oh, yes, 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 yes.
0: So this is like a multifaceted thing. Mm -hmm. First of all, he writes lyrics how I write jokes, which is (laughs) like, say whatever the fuck you want and then like accept the backlash if there is any. Because I feel like he writes lyrics that like literally are shocking to straight people. Yeah. Because like (laughs) he has equally graphic lyrics. But my favorite, Call Me By Your Name, that's a fucking, bop that is bomb as fuck that is my song like i literally i play it every time i get in the car it is the perfect windows down sunny time song but the lyric in there that i was like "Ooh, this is good this is like this is this is it it's like a sign of the times every time that i speak a diamond a nine it was mine every week a time an incline god has was shining on me so this is so multifaceted but the big ones are like a sign of the times that he's a sign of the times which is like mm-hmm. we can have a gay black rapper who has a gender expression of all their own Mm -hmm. and that is not only allowed but celebrated he is like a top 10 consistent artist and we didn't he's like kind of the first of his time yeah and it's just like a sign of the times that we're coming into a new era where you can be literally super proud of who you are whoever that is and then you know it's a time and incline like by him being represented and like just it just is we're on an incline Baby. I feel like the more representation we get, the better our society is. And I'm really hoping that pretty soon there'll be a time in history where this is not like an outlandish like, oh my god, like let's come over Little Nog's X, like this is bad, because a lot of he's had a lot of backlash from certain groups in America Absolutely. over this.
1: It, including the fucking thing with Nike, which is just like Nike Calm down. Calm down. How much of your image is really being torn by this? Homie. <laughs> I love Lola Sex. I I mean his video. What an iconic video of him giving satan a lap dance and his response to the nike backlash was um incredible and i just think like he's such a good (laughs) role model for like anybody who's younger that like looks up to him i think that it's awesome that we're moving forward as a society with gender expression and what that looks like and what your gender expression is doesn't have to like define anything else about you because it is just your expression and i i really value that they don't give a fuck. They're just like, you know, he's just like, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't like, sorry about it. And I think that's important when we talk about alth- authenticity, mm-hmm. Um, being authentic. You're not going to be everybody's piece of cake. No, you're not going to make everybody like you by being authentic because being authentic is just being true to yourself. And you can't please everybody when you do that. So I think he does a per- he's a perfect example of being authentic.
0: I love it. I'm actually just a side note. I'm really excited for the men gala this year the met gala is american fashion which we'll see we'll see what that fucking <laughs> what the interpretation out. is but i'm just saying yeah. Nas X always brings it so i'm kind of excited for that so our next one is going to be ali
1: wong miss ali wong
0: comedian act actress actress writer i think that she has a lot more credits than people give her credit for mm-hmm. um as being like one of the main uh writers on Fresh off the boat and stuff like that. And her specials are Baby Croba and Hard Knock Wife, which you can find on Netflix. Great fucking
1: time. So funny. She's so funny. And I think that she uses like with Baby Cobra, she was pregnant. And oh my god, it's just like the best thing ever. She she's able to like joke about a lot of things that I think are like real impactful issues. And one of my favorite um quotes for her from her is my goal is really to just make people laugh with integrity, like with something that I still find funny. And that speaks a lot to me because is a comedian. I go see her shows. I go see other like comic shows. I enjoy li- like watching and listening to stand up. And sometimes things don't land with me and I feel like, I feel like sometimes I'm getting like judged by it. It's like, oh, you don't know how to take a joke or something. And it's like, no, I know how to take a joke. But like, did we have to make that joke? Like, is that really something that's funny? Like, you know what I mean? Well,
0: it's very interesting because as a comedian, I have to sit through a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have to sit through a lot. And to be f- honest, honest i'm kind of i'm not gonna say i'm an asshole but there's just not things that i find genuinely funny because it's like i don't like to make fun of other people right that's just me personally right and i just feel like especially when you're generalizing a group of people based off of a protect like a literally a protected class like it's a joke you couldn't make at work
1: right you know
0: what i'm saying and like not that it all needs to be work friendly but like like why are we going I feel
1: like you're using it as an excuse to like voice your truth that might not be actually appropriate in a- yeah. any other setting. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but whatever, <laughs> you know, fuck me, whatever. Hot take. Anyways, uh, another thing that I like that she says is that they're, the answer to making it is more universal than anyone's race or gender, and it's centered in tolerance for delayed gratification, a passion for the craft, any willingness to fail. I think that obviously like she's not saying like privilege doesn't exist, but what she's saying that the feeling of making it is that it has to do so much with Delayed gratification is just taking the time. No one makes it overnight. It's a long haul. And another quote by Ted Trimper is the difference between someone making it and not making it is giving up. Because if you try and try and try and try and try, eventually you'll making it might change, but you'll make something. And I think that's yeah. just what she's saying is that like that doesn't come overnight everyone needs to put in the work and to take your time
1: yeah and she actually graduated from ucla she did not like study to be a writer or anything like that but she started performing at ucla and she realized that that's what like she liked to do and then so afterwards she just like sent it she moved to new york city and she was like trying to be a comedian she was performing like nine times a night so she, you know i i think that obviously that can't always be a reality for people to be able to like pick up and move states and like chase their dreams there's a lot of circumstances that go into being able to make moves like that I, Yeah. Um, but if you are able to I think like that's just I mean that's the difference between people who make it and who don't right you just kind of have to send it and you kind of have to give it your best shot and see where you land um, so she inspires me <laughs>
0: yes and she didn't make it until she was like 32 yeah
1: so, so like, it takes time it's, it's, <laughs> baby. it's a long haul back to
0: Dolly and she also has <laughs> with the rain yes but she also <laughs> has a book called Dear Girls that I would 100% recommend to anyone. It's a really good book even if you're not interested in comedy
1: whatsoever. Alright, our next icon (laughs) is Marsha P. Johnson. So, who is Marsha P. Johnson? She was an activist and an absolute queen. She was there during the Stonewall Riots, part of the avant-garde resistance. She called it a founding member of the Gay Liberation Front and a model for Andy Warhol. Now, a lot of people like don't know about her because obviously trans people were not highlighted in US fucking history unfortunately nor gay people that was not something that we were taught in school however she is an icon she is top and okay so i think this might be one of the my like my favorite iconic moment things about her is that during the 70s movements when there were like pride marches like gay and lesbian groups didn't allow drag queens as they were called or in the past to march with them so they formed their own group and they marched in front of the march they just said fuck you we are part of this movement and i I just think that was a powerful because i sometimes see a lot of gate like in history you see a lot of gatekeeping like when we talk about like feminism it was like white feminists but it didn't mm-hmm. include anybody fucking else yeah so i just thought that this was such uh, an iconic moment for her and obviously like Sylvia rivera and other activists to be like fuck you like we are part of this movement and we're all fighting for literally the same fucking rights and one of my favorite um quotes from her is you never completely have your rights one person until you all have your rights and i think that also speaks to a lot of like trickle up social justice where it talks about how when you give rights and elements to the people that are most marginalized that all trickles up so it's something we can talk about in another pot in another episode but She's just very influential. Obviously, she ended up, she was murdered. Let's just call it like it is. It was ruled a suicide. She was found floating in the Hudson River. They said rounding suicide. I think this just shows, it's an example of the violence that goes against trans women and how they're not, their deaths are never investigated and there's no justice for trans women. That's something that's still very prevalent today. But yeah, Marsha P is one of my faves.
0: Yeah, I think that sometimes, you know, I think we need to look at where we started. And sometimes I think that a lot of people don't get enough credit because we might view who they were through our current time lens, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Marsha P. Johnson in 2020 would be a lot different than Marsha P. Johnson in the 70s and 80s, which is, it was not even taboo, but like illegal to be a woman of color or like, yeah, a trans woman of color. And the violence against trans women of color hasn't gotten that much better. Absolutely not. Even though like RIP, but an icon. Yeah.
1: And she, I I don't know if you'll watch pose but you should mm, yes um she highly recommend she was a house mother and one of her most iconic moments was she was a sex worker and she was raising money for her um her husband at the time and these police officers like kind of came up to her and they were like what are you doing and she she whacked them with her bag and it had two bricks in it <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do a queen
0: all right so those were like the main ones we wanted to focus on but we like have some honorable mentions when it comes to icons i mean there's so many there's good so ones. many
1: we got eugene from try guys i don't even know who that is but oh my god he's everything he also made this video coming out to like the world as gay and it's like the most beautiful most extra thing ever and i'm just like yes eugene yes We have our girl
0: Cher and Michelle Obama. We have. When they go low,
1: you go high. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. I have a video from Ella, uh, channeling her best Michelle Obama that I'll throw up on her <laughs> socials. <laughs> um, who else? Oh my god, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's video dressed as a hot, hot woman, uh, shaking it like it is for, uh, Ella Perrea Sola, or Yo Sola. And then he wears a shirt in the background that says, like, se llama Alexa, so, like, her name is Alexa. And that's also a trans woman that was murdered in Puerto Rico, and there was no justice or nothing looked into, and- and he's also an openly bi <laughs> reggaetonero, which in the Latinx community is like super rare. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's still something we're working on. <laughs> What's another one, Ella? We have Beyonce. Yeah, she's a she's you know a typical icon. Typical icon. <laughs> I mean,
0: honestly we're recording this on mother's day there's a lot of moms that like Mm -hmm. are holding it down so shout out to moms and like honestly any man woman who is being themselves and helping uplift others is an icon in my eyes so the term is not exclusive to any one type of person you could be an icon yourself like here we go (laughs) so So, i think we wanted to talk about like what makes them an icon and like how you can like absorb this icon behavior into your own life to just be a better person and live like the fucking most fabulous life ever
1: something that I've realized that oh I mean we talked about it a little bit but that most icons and people who are iconic have in common I think is their authenticity right they live their truth and no one else's they're unproblematic queens because Mm -hmm. they're able to talk from their own experiences and built within yourself I love this and I think that like how you get to be more authentic is hard like there's not a guide I'm like oh my god how to be my fucking self (laughs) something that I've tried to practice as I get to know myself better where um, I decolonize my brain and have to relearn a lot of things about myself is practice speaking up that was a big one for me I didn't speak up a lot like growing up but now I do it more and more and as we said sometimes that doesn't make a lot of people comfortable you know and um, right now I'm reading a book which will be my plug of the week called minor feelings and it talks about feelings or comments that you might say that people might take the wrong way that goes into like white fragility and stuff like that where you're made to feel feel like what you're saying is somehow upsetting but they're like your feelings because they are basically made from your identity like if i walk into a room and i feel uncomfortable about a certain thing with groups of people like saying the n-word right mm-hmm. but they all think it's cool i being my most authentic self would be speaking up mm-hmm. saying yo that's not fucking cool and i think that's also a way that you can do that and you can try to learn to speak up would be like with little things working to be you know always be in a safer environment when you decide to speak up writing down your values is really important mm-hmm. so you can get to know what your values are and setting your own boundaries
0: i think that you know authenticity like being an icon isn't created overnight
1: no, no, it's no. kind <laughs> of like
0: a long process i would say i really would encourage people like obviously like people discover themselves in a lot of different ways mm-hmm. but being creative and allowing yourself to just do something that feels free and natural to you i think can help you become more authentic so whether that's like painting drawing journaling. I, whatever it is for you, I think like you, when you are doing something that you like for just yourself, you have some time to just think. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit different than when it's like, I don't know, like when you're at work, it's hard to like think about like, who am I? Like, no, that's not that easy. But when you're like just releasing your energy in a positive manner, you have a little bit of time to be like, hmm, I like painting. What else do I like? So that's like kind of one of those things. And I also would say being authentic, it's hard in certain environments. Mm -hmm. So push yourself in an environment where it's easy to be authentic, which is usually by yourself, you know, (laughs) like sometimes it's hard when you're around your friends or even friends Family to be like to Suss out who you are so some alone Time Is really good for this.
1: I agree. And I would say, don't be scared to get weird with it. I have noticed that I, at times, like, will be like, oh, I kind of want to make this or I kind of wear that, but like, it's going to make me look like I'm a fucking weirdo. And then it's like, well, why do I care so much about that? You know, that's something that I want to do. I want to explore. So do that around your friends and see, like, once you're good with it by yourself, do it around some friends. And if you don't feel comfortable, like, going outside and in public and showing the entire world, that's okay. You can take your own, like, baby steps to that. I think that's totally fine. But remember, no one pays your fucking bills but yourself. So, like, do what you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that something like if you have to do like baby steps, like, give yourself mini challenges. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I like ask for things that I don't really want to ask for, you know? Like, I'm yeah. like, okay, wait. It's okay if they say no, let me just ask, you know? And like, doing a little bit of like rejection therapy. But you can also do that with like your clothing. Like, if you're like, oh my God, I, w- I don't know if I would wear, th- if I should wear this, just wear it like around the block. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, you don't have to, like, spend all day at it if you feel that uncomfortable. Just, like, walk outside for 10 minutes and see how you feel. Yeah. You don't have to, like, go all in if you're actually nervous. Like, don't give yourself a panic attack <laughs> trying to try something new.
1: I do this all the time. I'm like, I'm just gonna sit in. It's gonna be fine. And then, like, halfway through my night, I'm like, maybe this wasn't the correct decision. But at least you made the decision to do yeah. it. And then my other one would be check yourself. I think that sometimes, depending on the people that we hang out with, we can pick up traits from different people. And... You got to check yourself, okay? You got to make sure that the things that are coming out of your mouth (laughs) and the things that are your values, they're matching. We can't have unmatches here. If your values are being kind and being respectful and the people that you're with aren't being kind and respectful and you feed into that, check yourself. Make sure that you know that those things are going against who you are. Yes.
0: All right. I think the next one that a lot of these people have um, is confidence. And I feel mm-hmm. like confidence is something that isn't always easy and you try and it's directly tied to authenticity. Yeah. Because if you are, you know, authentic and this is who you are, it's a little bit easier to be confident in that if then if you're continually trying to pursue being somebody else, mm-hmm. that makes sense? Because you'll never be anybody else, so you can't be comfortable with yourself. Yeah. if you are And this yeah. is
1: like real confidence. I think that the phrase, like, fake it till you make it, I don't know if it actually works. I think it's a good thing to say at a moment when you need confidence and you're like, well, I don't have it right this second, so I'm gonna fake it till I make it. But I think in the long term, I don't think that it's that beneficial to fake it till you make it. I think it's more beneficial to actually work on being authentic and being comfortable and accepting yourself in your own skin in order to create real confidence
0: yeah i think oftentimes confidence is tied to a outward appearance Mm,
1: yeah right like you you have an image of what a confident person looks like yeah
0: and like or like you're confident in your body or your looks which is like not really what i feel like i'm talking about like i'm talking confident in the person that you are is that like you feel like you don't need you can be yourself because you're so confident in who you are as a person yeah and it has to do a lot with like inner peace i guess so yeah so like trying to remove confidence from being like Oh, like once I meet a certain right. thing threshold then I can be confident in myself we'll just remove those thresholds
1: yeah I agree and I think there's also like like I said kind of like stereotypes of what a confident person should act and mm. look like and you don't have to fit into those like right. if you I there's like a if I'm com- like she's so confident she'll like get on the table and dance in front of everybody that's not for everybody that, no. that's not one makes
0: confidence like the confident confidence isn't the loudest most mm. like ah like person in the room <laughs> like that it, it's all like an inner monologue mm-hmm. I think like the confidence is when someone when someone's like oh is pressuring you to do something you're not comfortable in but you're so confident in your own values and morals you feel okay saying no to that person rejecting that person and not caring what that person has to feel about you right like I feel like so often I see some people where I'm like girl she's like you know people are like oh my god i don't know why i just did that i didn't want to do it and i'm like i don't know why you did that either (laughs) you could have said no but it's just like you wanted that person to like you and you wanted validation so you did something you weren't comfortable with it's just like
1: no we didn't have to do that saying no would have been just fine yes saying no doesn't change the way somebody looks at you completely you know what i mean it shouldn't it shouldn't and if it does fuck them bro because i would most rather have a friend who is confident in every single decision that they make rather than have a friend who's scared to. Tell me no.
0: Exactly. Or like if, if a table of five people are saying something that you don't agree with, you should be confident in your position to speak up and be like... I don't know i disagree you know you don't have to be abrasive but you shouldn't just be like yeah no i agree with you guys if in the back of your mind you actually that goes against your values and morals
1: i love that um how to practice confidence ella what has worked for you
0: i'm gonna be honest this app that i have that's called i am i plugged it in a, <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah, an yeah episode. the affirmations the affirmations you can make your own affirmations mm-hmm. i get affirmations 15 times a day and if you guys don't know what affirmations are it's you talk about things that you want or have in uh present tense Mm -hmm. so instead i instead of saying i want to be confident you say i am confident i am a superstar like i'm just those are really like superficial (laughs) ones but like um i am at peace i am calm i am loved you can write these down i know a lot of people can just write them down over and over again but and just like anytime you say oh i want i wish i was more happy you can say i am happy Because it literally it tricks tricks your brains into believing it like the very interesting thing that you learn about therapy learn in therapy is the way that you talk to yourself really affects the thoughts that are in your head and how you talk to other people and how you think about yourself.
1: Yeah, it's like I just posted this, but it's like be careful how you talk to yourself because you are listening. Exactly.
0: So be very kind to yourself. And like I think biggest thing is if you have if you have a bad thought when you're trying to be confident or you don't feel good about yourself and you're like, Oh my god, I'm a piece of shit, I'm ugly, I'm worthless, which is things I used to say to myself. You have to stop yourself and say, like, No, I am perfect just
1: as <gasps> yeah. I am. Girl, why are you yeah, beating literally. yourself up for the reason? I love that. Um I think for me I was able to gain in more confidence by putting myself in uncomfortable situations. It's just like, I I honestly think like whenever you're uncomfortable, you are experiencing growth. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you can be uncomfortable. Someone can make you uncomfortable and that's a little different. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but um Being yeah. In a safe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in a safe, uncomfortable environment, it's fine. And honestly, every situation that has been like an embarrassing situation has made me okay. Like because like, okay, you go into an embarrassing situation and then it's over and then nobody remembers and i'm like yeah like that wasn't that big of a deal like i can't be scared to embarrass myself
0: also, just I just want to, like, put this out there for the world. You can't be embarrassed unless you let yourself be embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Right. If other people are embarrassed for you, that's not how embarrassment works.
1: Yeah. I have no left feelings of shame, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. Yeah. If you don't feel embarrassed, then you're not embarrassed. Yeah. Then, And if someone should be like, oh, my God, you should be embarrassed. That's why more about yeah. them than you. That's your
1: insecurity, exactly. not mine. So,
0: like, I don't know. Take everything with a grain of salt. I think that... My biggest thing that I felt like with confidence is that You got to check yourself when it comes to um, the story you're telling yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it ties back to your own thoughts. But sometimes I'd be like, oh my God, that person hates me. Why do you think that? Has that person told you you hated them or they hate you? Or are you just telling yourself that? Mm. And so when I stopped, like, putting words in other people's mouths in my brain. (laughs) Right. In my brain. Putting words in their mouths in my brain. And then it kind of, like, all helped. Because if I people if they don't interact with you they honestly don't care yeah
1: yeah they don't (laughs) they don't care that much they're not thinking they're thinking more
0: about themselves like just a little story like when i was at frats i thought everyone was staring and thinking about me where at frats like at frat parties okay i was so like self-conscious i was like oh my god everyone is staring at me vanessa
1: hudgens why is everybody looking at me literally i thought (laughs) everyone
0: was looking at me i thought everyone was talking about my outfit and then i realized Everyone's like blasted here, and really could care less about my fucking outfit, <laughs> yeah. let alone like anything I'm doing.
1: Where yeah. about yourself? Remember? Yes. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes we just have off days. We're not like perfect human beings every day. We're not gonna wake up feeling like we're on top of the fucking world. But you know what does help? Looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, "I love you, bitch. You're a baddie. Let's go kill it today. Boom, <laughs> boom. Let's go."
0: I also have like you know like sometimes you got to put on your outfit that you know you love yourself in Mm -hmm. you know some days you're just like i don't feel good guess what i'm gonna wear a dress today do i have anywhere to go no (laughs) am i gonna wear a dress anyways yeah hell yeah get a
1: photo literally (laughs) do it for yourself and we also sometimes just need a little extra help from music so Mm -hmm. i will be making a playlist for you fuckers (laughs) so you can get hyped up
0: girl i got some 2021 bangers that like are perfect for hot girl summer and i just want to say this is a good way to like end the episode Mm. hot girl summer is about loving yourself it's a mentality it's a mentality about loving yourself having a good time and just being a confident authentic icon
1: you can be hot girl summer and be in a relationship everybody out there that thinks you can't be doing hot girl summer in a relationship yes you can yeah you You can can most that's what i'm saying oh yeah yeah
0: hot girl summer is not like people are like hot girl summer i need to break up with my boyfriend no 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 no. (laughs) hot girl summer is for the girls and ladies this yeah. is we don't do shit for men okay yeah. we don't get to like we don't go out and celebrate being hot girls all summer for men i we do it for
1: ourselves duh yeah so relationship status irrelevant
0: also i don't we need a more inclusive term than hot girl summer you know what i'm saying hot summer bitch hot summer bitch <laughs> it's for everybody it's not just for the girls that's true it is for everybody yeah well, we'll how think we, about it yeah we'll, 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 we'll get back to you plugs of of the the week week. that was beautiful okay so my plug of the week is what art his name is william tolliver so what art is spelled w-h-t art and they are just an amazing artist uh he is a black man and he does like really cool like images of like people of color so you know like big froze locks beautiful stuff and um they have an art store on their website and they also have obviously social media so go check them out at tiktok and instagram with the same handle at what art
1: all right and as i mentioned before my plug of the week this week is called minor feelings and asian american reckoning by kathy park Hong. i picked up this book because i realized that even though i am have put time into educating myself about social injustice i mainly have knowledge about like the black community and the latinx community and i was lacking a lot of asian american history and overall education can we blame the school system sure but really it's my own responsibility to learn so i picked up this book and i honestly like really resonate with everything in this memoir she talks a lot about the model minority and what that looks like and the way that that has really worked against like asian american people and i found a lot of things that i Didn't think I was gonna relate to that much, and I was like, oh my god, just feeling what I'm feeling, and we had such a like different experience. But I would urge everybody to read this book. Honestly, it's great, it also points out a lot of overall racial injustice and as a whole, not just Asian American. Read it, learn something new. I promise that even no matter what your identity is, you're gonna relate to it. right, everybody! So that was the episode. Thanks so much for listening. As always, please go rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also do this online if you don't have uh, an iPhone. Yes, please <laughs> click through the link in our Instagram. Our Instagram
0: is at thanksthenumber 4 concern. And my personal's at
1: Tutor And at Bernice Diaz. Thanks so much for hanging with us. We are so pleased to have you literally every single week. Don't be a stranger. Feel free to interact with us. Tell us your thoughts. If you have an idea for an episode, we would love to hear it. Or a guest. Yeah, or if you want to be a guest. Yeah, anything. We love feedback. So mm-hmm. love you guys.
0: Bye. Bye.